I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. Hey folks, Dr. Joe Esposito here. What we're talking about today is the one magic pill that might help so many different diseases, that does help many different diseases in research, and that little magic pill is vitamin D. Now, it's not the only magic pill you need. You can't just take vitamin D and say the problem's solved, but in the first half of the show, we talked about how it affects the immune system, how it affects the heart, uh, it affects the bone mass. It's really important, vitamin D. And I remember putting a show together. I was, I was talking to uh, my staff, Sierra and Garrett. We were saying, how are we going to make this sexy? How are we going to talk about vitamin D and make it fun? And then as we went through the research, and I, a lot of this we knew already, Sierra even said, because I read the notes, and I said, I had no idea. All these things are related to vitamin D. No one ever told us these things. And so many doctors never put it together. You have osteoporosis. You have a weak immune system. You have heart conditions. Uh, it could be brain function, hormone imbalances, PMS. All these things are linked to vitamin D, and it's the one thing nobody ever talks about. And that's what we do in this show. We try to give you information you're not going to get anywhere else. And if you like the show, go to my website, drjoe.com. We have over 1,000 hours of video and audio podcasts. So if you're a visual learner, audio learner, we want you to learn. So the website is drjoe.com. Great information there. We do a blog. And if you have any questions, send them to me through the website. I'm more than happy to help you if I can. So we talked about vitamin D, what it may, may affect. How much do we need? Ages, be ages below five, about 35 units per pound, or international units it's called. Ages 5 to 10, 2,500 units. And for adults, about 5,000 international units. And of course, pregnant women, you need at least 5,000 international units as well. So that's kind of your judge. So as an adult, you're looking at about 5,000 international units a day of vitamin D3, not vitamin D2. If you're just joining us, we covered that earlier. Vitamin D2 is the synthetic version of vitamin D3. So if you go to the doctor and the doctor says, you know what, I'm going to give you a synthetic version of vitamin D, and it's vitamin D2, it may not give you everything you need. They'll give you 50,000 international units a day. Chances are you're not going to absorb that much. They never tell you to take it with something fatty because it's fat-soluble. So you want to maybe have an avocado with it or some nuts, something fatty like that, olives. And it, it has to be converted into D3. So the vitamin D2 converts into D3 in places like the liver and the kidneys. So if you have weak liver or kidneys, you may not get the conversion anyway. Doesn't make sense to me. Why not just take the, the form that's already usable, vitamin D3, and it's usually cheaper. Cheaper, more effective, no side effects. Hmm, wonder why we don't do that one. So vitamin D deficiency, incredibly common around the world. But many times it's mistakenly believed that they aren't at risk, many folks think that, because they consume vitamin D fortified foods such as milk. Now, few foods have, first of all, the therapeutic levels of vitamin D, and, and even fortified foods don't contain enough vitamin D to support your health needs, and... It's almost always fortified with vitamin D2. I was laughing the other day. They had a commercial on, this kid isn't growing. I'm not growing properly, so my mommy gave me this drink, and it's amazing. And it has vitamin D in it, and it has omega-3 fatty acids in it, and oh my gosh, it's great. And then they showed how much vitamin D. Minuscule amounts. How much omega-3 fatty acids? A fraction of what you need. So I'm thinking to myself, you're the average person. You think, well, I need vitamin D, and this has vitamin D. I guess it's good. Uh, this has uh, omega-3 fatty acids. I need that. Dr. Joe said that, so I guess it's good. It's not nearly enough. So despite its name, we said vitamin D is actually a steroid hormone. 
and you obtain it primarily through sunlight exposure, not your diet. It's okay if you're not getting sunlight exposure to take it through your diet, but it's better. Most dermatologists and other doctors recommend avoiding the sun and using sunscreen before even going outside. Vitamin D deficiency reached truly epidemic proportions around the world recently. Now, unfortunately, while the justification for sun avoidance is that can reduce your risk of skin cancer, by avoiding exposure, you risk vitamin D deficiency, and it turns out your risk for many cancers, including skin cancers, goes up. So it's all about, at this point, doing the right amount. Okay, if you're out in the sun for too much, yes, you can get skin cancer. But what I recommend is this. Get out in the sun, and when your skin starts to turn a little red, I'm Italian, so I've got a little darker skin. I can usually do about 20 minutes. And when I start to see the skin just get a little red or it starts to feel warm, I'm done. The ultimate way to protect yourself is cover up. Has anybody ever been near the equator, maybe the Caribbean islands? You don't see people, the natives slather on, on sunscreen, do you? No, what do they do? They wear long sleeve shirts, long pants, baggy, hats. They don't slap on sunscreen. You know you're a tourist when you're slapping on a sunscreen. So they understand cover up. Now, yes, many of them have darker skin, and I understand that, but still, they're out in the sun all day. No matter how dark your skin is, you've got to cover up. That's going to be the key. So buy yourself some scrubs, some baggy pants, uh, baggy shirts, a big floppy hat. That's what you really want to do. Get an umbrella. If I go to the beach, I carry an umbrella. Pop the umbrella up. I love being on the beach, but I only want to be out in the sun for about 20 minutes. So there's a whole host of chronic diseases, including skin cancer, we have to worry about. Now, considering the importance of vitamin D for disease prevention, strict sun avoidance is likely going uh, to do far more harm than good. The major problem with sun exposure is burning, not the overall exposure. Easily treated forms of skin cancer. Squamous cell and uh, basal cells are the ones most likely to form if you burn. Don't burn. According to research published in 2018, an estimated 40% of Americans are profoundly vitamin D deficient, defined as a serum level of about below 20 nanograms per milliliter. So we'll just say 20, okay? It's nanograms per milliliter. A sufficiency is defined as having a level of 20 or higher. Now, calling someone vitamin D level of less than 20 deficient is like calling someone over 400 pounds simply overweight. In both cases, it's true, but it's a grossly serious understatement. 75% of American adults and teens are deficient in vitamin D, and at, defi- at deficiency levels of 30. If you use 30, most people are still low. If the sufficiency cutoff were to be moved to 40, uh, 40 to 60, let's say, sufficiency rates in the United States would likely be 90% bracket. And 40 to 60, I believe, is still, uh, is still deficiency. Now, it's important to realize that 20 nanograms per milliliter, 20, is repeat, has repeatedly been shown to be grossly insufficient for good health and disease prevention. Now, really, anything below 40 nanograms per milliliter should be suspect. Now, for example, research has shown that once you reach a minimum serum level of 40, your risk of cancer diminishes, ready for this, 67%. If I had a pill that I could sell you to say, I'm going to reduce your risk of cancer by 67%, would you take it? Yes, we have that pill. It's called vitamin D. We have one on our website, drjoe.com. We have an excellent source of vitamin D3, and we also add vitamin K2 to it. We're going to talk about that if we have time. But vitamin D and K2 are two deficiencies. I solved that problem by putting it in one supplement for you. Five drops a day is all you need. It has absolutely no flavor. Okay, you can take it in your mouth. It tastes fine. So just by increasing your, your vitamin D level, 67% decreased risk in cancer. Now, compared to having levels of 20 or less, most cancers occur in people with vitamin D levels b- b- between 10 and 40. So, you know, that's, that's, again, low. Now, the optimum level for cancer protection now appears to be 60 to 80 nanograms per milliliter. 
Several studies show that those higher vitamin D levels are protective against breast cancer specifically. My sister died of breast cancer. I have a major interest in this. 2005 study showed women with vitamin D levels above 60 had an 83% lower risk of breast cancer than those below 20. Come on, folks. It's not hard. It's the cheapest uh, insurance you'll ever buy. I can't think of any other strategy that can offer greater protection. Now, more recently, a pool of uh, analyzed uh, published studies, this is in 2018, of uh, two randomized trials and prospective cohort studies came in with near identical conclusions. What they did is they looked at a bunch of studies and then put it together and said, what are all the studies saying? The objective was to assess whether there are any benefits of having a vitamin D level above 40. As most studies do not venture into that higher levels, they kind of keep it around 20 or 30, women with vitamin D levels at or above 60 had an 82% lower risk of breast cancer. 82% lower risk, folks. How hard is that? Now, these are with levels of, uh, 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 compared to 20 or below. So now, I'm going to play devil's advocate for a second. Many times when we see these studies, we say, okay, well, the women had higher vitamin D levels. Well, these are probably people that are taking care of themselves. They're taking supplements, getting outside, they're exercising, they're eating the right foods. Yes, I agree with that 100%. So I can play devil's advocate against my own research here and say, what was the story? I don't know that. I didn't do the study. I'm just, I'm just reporting the study. But that's why it's so important to have that healthy lifestyle. If you have a healthy lifestyle, the chances are you're going to not have diseases. You're going to live longer. A reason, not too long ago, but a study was done that if you can give up one food, you could add eight years to your life. Would you do it? If I had a pill and I said, take this pill and I'll give you eight more quality years of, quality years of your life, would you do it? Absolutely. You'd, I'd say, how much, you'd say, how much do you want to charge, Dr. Joe? I'll give you anything for eight more years of quality life. Giving up dairy products, studies have shown, can give you eight quality years of life. If you go ple completely vegan, 11 quality years of your life. I've been a vegan for 32 years. I'm not asking you to do that. But if you knew what I knew, you would do what I do. I couldn't imagine not living this lifestyle. I couldn't imagine being tired. And I look at people my age and like, oh my gosh, they look horrible. Just recently, a girl I used to date, she posted a picture of me and her in high school. And I had my football uniform on. She had my football jacket on. I had my arm around her. And I, said, and I looked at the guy and I thought, I still kind of look a little bit like that. It's not bad. And then I look at other people I went to high school with. I couldn't recognize them. When I go to uh, reunions, they say, hey, it's Espo. Hey, Espo's here. Espo, Esposito is my name, of course. New Jersey, of course, you use the last name of everybody. But I look at the guys and the girls, most of them, if they didn't have name tags on, and I'm talking to them going, I still don't know who you are. We were together every day for four years. Maybe I dated you. I still can't recognize you. And yet when you live a good lifestyle, it really slows down the aging process dramatically. So if nothing else, it's worth it. So let's talk about some five signs of, a couple of deficiency signs. I'm going to give you five. Uh, the only way to definitely identify vitamin D deficiency is through a blood test. Now, there are several other general signs and symptoms that I want you to be aware of. If any of the following apply to you, you should get your vitamin D levels tested sooner rather than later. It's a real cheap test. A lot of places, they even walk-in labs you can go to now. You walk into the lab and say, I want my blood test done. They say, okay, what do you want? Boop, 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 pay them cash, and you walk out. You don't even have to use your real name. Some people concerned. If you're going to go get a, a test for social diseases or something along those lines, you don't want a record of it, use somebody else's name. And you just, as long as you pay them, they'll give you the blood work. They don't care. Now, take the proactive steps if you have any of these symptoms to boost your levels to around 60 to 80 nanograms per milliliter. Ongoing musculoskeletal pain and achy bones. Folks who see their doctor for aches and pains, of course, as chiropractors, they come see us all the time with that, especially in a combination with fatigue 
end up being misdiagnosed as things with fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue syndrome. Many of these symptoms are classic signs of vitamin D deficiency. Osteomalacia. Now, it's different, uh, it's, it's different from the vitamin D deficiency that causes osteoporosis. What's happening is the vitamin D deficiency causes a defect in putting calcium and collagen matrix into your skeleton so it doesn't build up the bones right. So as a result, you have throbbing, aching bone pain. So when you have that, folks, just check vitamin D. Many times it's that simple. Frequent illnesses and infections. Vitamin D regulates the expression of genes that influence your immune system, and they attack and destroy bacteria and viruses. So frequent illnesses and infections of all kinds, colds and flu, that's a tip-off. Your immune system is subpar, which likely means you're low in vitamin D. Now, in the winter, I take vitamin D every single day. I take Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source every day of the year. I had it this morning, and I have a big day. If I'm going hiking, if I got a lot of TV show appearances, radio appearances, if I got to fly somewhere, um, maybe I got a hot date, I'm going to take a double dose. I'll take one in the morning, one at night. It's two scoops. You shake it up. You can do it with water, coconut milk, almond milk. I use coconut milk, of course. Um, some people say, what else can I do, Dr. Joe? Half a frozen banana, throw it in there, whip it up, throw some frozen berries in there, blueberries, strawberries, make a smoothie out of it. Once you find the way you like it, some people just like it with water, some people like it as a smoothie, it's off the chart. I can't imagine a day going by without Super Greens and Essential Source. And those are on the website, drjoe.com. You can get them delivered. If you're near our offices, you can come pick them up. That's the starting point. If you have these symptoms and or you're low in vitamin D, it's also on the website, Dr. Joe's Vitamin D with K2. It's a little bottle, five drops a day, you're perfectly fine. But so many times I see people come in, fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue syndrome. Dr. Joe, I don't know what to do. I'm sick all the time. The doctors don't know what to do. They've tested everything. Did they test your vitamin D? No. Get them on some vitamin D. Oh my gosh, it's a miracle. Well, it's not a miracle. It's just figuring out the problem. And that's what my team of doctors are really good at. We love being diagnosticians. Other symptoms you might have. As a chiropractor, we might see neurological symptoms. Depression, feeling blue, cognitive impairment. You can't think, foggy brain, headaches, migraines. 2006, scientists evaluated the effects of vitamin D on mental health of 80 elderly patients and found those with the lowest levels of vitamin D were 11 times more prone to have depression than those who received healthy doses in the same study. That same study found low vitamin D was linked to poor cognitive performance. Brain doesn't work right. People question me all the time. If you ever come to my live, if you ever listen to my live shows, I do live shows as well, and we get callers. Or if I do a live lecture, I don't know what the questions are going to be. And people say, Dr. Joe, how do you just pull this stuff out of the air and answer these questions, these advanced neurological and physiological questions? My brain works good. I ain't smarter than you. My brain just works better. And it works better because I take super greens and essential source, vitamin D. I take other supplements. I'll take nitric oxide to increase circulation. Uh, that's on the website too. I eat a plant-based diet. I eat something raw at every meal. I get regular chiropractic care because the nervous system controls everything. And if bones are out of place pinching nerves, it can cause pain, but 90% of the nerves don't feel pain. So from neurological conditions that we're talking about now, you might have a pinched nerve causing numbness, muscle weakness, uh, tingling, radiating pain. So chiropractic care, we put the bones back in place. That's amazing. And then if we still have some residual, then we might want to dig a little deeper. Let's consider a vitamin D. Let's consider a blood workup. We can actually do blood workups on you to find out micronutrient deficiencies, which is really cool. Find out exactly where the problem is. So if you're serious about wanting to get well, I'd consider looking into this lifestyle. So other studies have been linked to vitamin D deficiency, poor mental function, confusion, forgetfulness, uh, difficulty concentrating, headaches, migraines, all associated with vitamin D. Not the only cause, but a cause. So don't think you can take vitamin D and say, well, Dr. Joe, my headaches didn't go away. Well, that's because you were in a car accident, your head snapped around, you pinched a nerve in your neck. 
So there's a physical component we have to look at, and there's a chemical component we need to look at. And the chemical component is what we're talking about today. Physically, my team of doctors work on that. Fatigue, daytime sleepiness. Studies have linked low vitamin D to persistent fatigue. In one case, a woman was struggling with chronic fatigue, daytime sleepiness, low back pain, daily headaches, and she was found to have a vitamin D level below six. Remember, 60 to 80 is ideal. Her symptoms started to go away once she raised it just to 39. Another study found women, a woman with low vitamin D levels below 29 uh, were likely to complain about fatigue, and those with levels above 30 did better. So it's such a cheap fix, folks. That's what's cool about it. Head sweating. This is important because patients come with weird questions sometimes. If your head sweats, according to this one researcher named Hollick, a classic sign of vitamin D deficiency is a sweaty head. And in fact, physicians used to ask new mothers about head sweating in their newborns for this very reason. So if you have a newborn, a head sweating, get the vitamin D check. Excessive sweating in newborns due to neuromuscular irritability is still prescribed as a common early sign of vitamin D deficiency. So if you have it, consider that. So risk factors for vitamin D deficiency. What might put you at risk of having it? It's going to influence your vitamin D levels. Rarely spending time outdoors or always wearing sunscreen. Researchers have noted that vitamin D deficiency is prevalent in adults of all ages who always wear sunscreen, which blocks the vitamin D production or limit their outdoor activities. Now, in my car specifically, I bought a, I don't know if it's a sunroof or a moonroof, the one that opens. And when I'm driving around, now on a way to work, I may not do because I don't want to get sweaty and everything. But if I'm driving around, I'll open up the windows, I'll open up the moon or sunroof, and I'll get as much vitamin D as I can. Roll up my sleeves, open up my shirt, try to get as much vitamin uh, sunlight as I can to get my vitamin D levels up. I recently had my vitamin D checked. I'm perfect. I'm right in what we call the Goldilocks zone. So why? Because I work on it. And if you like going to do gardening, go outside and do gardening. Do yard work. Pull weeds. And again, it's not the weed pulling that's good. It's being outside that's good. And it's a good way to prevent chemicals on your lawn, too. At my house, uh, I get wood chips delivered. You can get wood chips for free. From anybody who cuts down wood trees, they want, they want to give away wood chips. Otherwise, I have to pay to dump them. Here's what you need to order. Hardwoods only. Tell them if there's any pine in there, I'm not going to take it. And so hardwoods only. Have them dump it somewhere. And it's great exercise to move these wood chips. And if it's, if it's, if it's hardwood only, it's really light. And you sp I spread it all around my front garden. Uh, I have a... a place near my driveway. I have a stream near my backyard. I put it all around there. This way I don't have to use pesticides. Looks pretty and it's free. And you get a workout moving wood chips. I mean, I don't know how to make it better because I got to buy these bags of wood chips. They cost a fortune. I got to spread the one bag covers a little tiny pile and you got to throw away the plastic. Just get the free wood chips. And then as it composts, it goes into the soil and makes the soil rich and healthy. So instead of throwing the wood chips away, you're actually utilizing them. And if you're a gardener, what you can do is lay down about six inches of wood chips in your garden and then just move the wood chips, plant the, plant the, 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 the sprouts that you have, and now you don't have to, you don't have to pull weeds, less water because the wood chips lock in the water, and it's a great way to grow your garden. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to fertilize the soil as they compost. And it's free. So that's something fun to do, but it's a good way to get outside and get sunlight is where I was going with this. The ideal time for sun exposure, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. The UVB rays, uh, that's when they're present. If you're darker skin, your skin pigment acts as a natural sunscreen. So the more pigment you have, the more time you'll need to spend out in the sun to get adequate amounts of vitamin D. If you have dark skin, you may need as much as 10 times more sun exposure to produce the same amount of vitamin D as somebody with pale skin. If you're 50 or older, as you get older, your skin doesn't make as much vitamin D in response to sun exposure. 
So at the same time, your kidneys become less efficient and converting the vitamin D into its active form. Older adults also tend to spend more time indoors, getting less sun and therefore less vitamin D. So as you get older, you're having less uh, conversion, you're outside less, more important to measure it. And again, you wanna stay healthy, folks. This is a real simple fix. Now, because vitamin D is fat soluble, body fat acts like a sink and it sucks it all up. So if you're overweight or if you're obese, you're likely to be, need more vitamin D than slimmer people. In one recent study, vitamin D deficiency was three times more prevalent in obese individuals. People with gastrointestinal problems. If you have gas, bloating, acid reflux, irritable bowel syndrome, vitamin D is fat soluble, which means if you have a gastrointestinal condition, that affects your body's ability to absorb nutrients. That's why I recommend Dr. Joe's Supergreens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source. It's easy to absorb and it doesn't irritate the bowels, so people with digestive issues seem to do really well with that. And you may be absorbing lower levels of the fat-soluble vitamins, like vitamin A, D, E, and K. So this includes gut conditions, Crohn's disease, celiac disease, non-celiac gluten sensitivity, irritable bowel syndrome, inflammation. If you have a lot of gas, bloating, diarrhea, constipation, all these can be signs that you're not absorbing your nutrients properly. Optimize your vitamin D levels. It's been shown to have a powerful effect on health. It can help protect against a wide variety of diseases. Among them, these are a couple of things you might have. Consider vitamin D deficiency. Dry eyes, macular degeneration. I have that, uh, which is the number one cause of blindness in the elderly. I've been taking super greens an essential source, and my macular degeneration over the past nine years has gotten dramatically better. My eye doctors are blown away. They can't understand why my macular degeneration is improving instead of getting worse. And I told them it's super greens an essential source, and I've told this story before. I told them this is what it is. They sent my file to like the Macular Degeneration Society or wherever it was, never heard back from anyone. Here we have something proven, documented, that it works on me, never heard back from them. Shame on them. Autoimmune diseases. Vitamin D is a potent immune modulator. Taking it is very important for the prevention of autoimmune diseases such as multiple sclerosis, inflammatory bowel disease and psoriasis. Those are just a few. Gastrointestinal disease infections including influenza and HIV. Got to get the immune system up. Vitamin D is so important for that. Inflammatory rheumatic diseases, such as rheumatic arthri uh, rheumatoid arthritis, osteoporosis, we talked about that. Cardiovascular disease. Vitamin D is very important for reducing cardiovascular disease. And it, it, hypertension, it can help with that. Arteriosclerotic heart disease, heart attack, stroke. It plays a vital role in protecting and repairing the damage in your endothelium, the lining of your blood vessels. It also helps trigger production of Nitric oxide, you've heard me talk about nitric oxide. Nitric oxide opens up your blood vessels. There's a supplement on my website, it's Dr. Joe's Nitric Oxide Support, and this stuff's amazing. It increases circulation to your brain, your eyes, your muscles, uh, your reproductive organs, family show, keeping it clean here. You need circulation for all these things to work. And as we get older, circulation drops. Nitric oxide production drops after the age of around 40. And so vitamin D can help your natural production of nitric oxide, and you can take Dr. Joe's Nitric Oxide production as well a supplement, and that can help with that as well. I love the nitric oxide. It improves blood flow, prevents blood clots from forming, significantly reduces oxidative stress in your vascular system, the vitamin D, all of which are important to prevent the development or progression of the cardiovascular diseases. Vitamin D, increases your, uh, in, vitamin D deficiency increases your risk of heart attack by 50%. If you've had a heart attack and you're vitamin D deficient, you're at risk of dying from your heart attack. It's Pretty serious, almost, I can't say guaranteed, but almost guaranteed if you have low vitamin D. Norwegian study published in a journal of clinical endocrinology and metabolism found the normal intake of vitamin D significantly reduces their risk of death 
if you have cardiovascular disease. Get your vitamin D levels, folks. Neurological diseases, Alzheimer's, epilepsy. One study, epileptics given one-time megadose of vitamin D ranging from 40,000 international units all the way up to 200,000 international units, followed by daily doses of about 2,000 uh, a day. The vitamin D status of, of, to get it to 30, 30 nanograms per milliliter resulted in significant improvements. 10 out of 13 had decreased number of seizures, five of which uh, experienced more than 50% reduction. Overall, the group had a 40% reduction in number of seizures. So folks, lupus, all these other autoimmune diseases, I'm running out of time. If you want more information, go to my website, drjoe.com. We have over 1,000 hours of podcasts. This show is going to be on the website, so you can listen to it, share it with your friends. It's really important. If you want to make an appointment to come see us, and you need to, folks, if you have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, if you've ever been in a car accident, if the car was damaged, you were damaged, here's my advice to you. Stop suffering needlessly. Every day, patients come in our offices and say, why didn't I do this sooner? Why didn't I get care with your doctors, Dr. Joe? And my answer is, I don't know. Folks, I'm Dr. Joe Esposito at a website, drjoe.com. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on wsbradio.com and on a WSB Radio app.